This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Greg Elliott and this is Sport Today, a weekday sports news podcast designed to keep you on the ball. And I'm Gemma Ryan, it's Thursday the 6th of May. In your Sport Today, Aussies over in the IPL make their plans to return home and former cricketer Stuart McGill was allegedly kidnapped. Plus, Tokyo's state of emergency could extend closer to the Olympics and Aussie gymnasts are looking into compensation. All right, Gem, let's dive in. Aussie cricket players and staff who were working as part of the Indian Premier League will likely be heading to either the Maldives or Sri Lanka as part of their plan to get back to Australia. Cricket Australia CEO Nick Hockley said this is part of the plan they're working on with the Indian Cricket Board to get 38 players, coaches, commentators and staff somewhere safe while they wait for the Australian government's travel ban to be lifted, Jim. Yeah, so the plan is for them to spend a fortnight in quarantine in another country. And then if they're able to enter at that point, Greg, they'll do another two weeks in quarantine here in Australia. But Hockley also clarified that they will not be seeking any kind of special exemptions whatsoever. They're still finalizing plans, though, Greg, and they're expecting to move the players and staff in the next couple of days. One person who won't be coming home with everyone else is former Aussie Test cricketer and current batting coach of the Chennai Super Kings, Michael Hussey. He tested positive for coronavirus on Tuesday, Greg. Yeah, that's right, Jim. He'll be staying in isolation and they're currently doing more tests and hoping that they will come back negative. As for everyone else, they'll likely be in resort bubbles wherever they wind up once they leave India. In some quite different cricket news, four men faced court yesterday for allegedly kidnapping former Aussie test cricketer Stuart McGill last month. Police allege that on April 14, McGill was forced into a car in Cremorne in Sydney, driven to a property in Sydney's west where he was assaulted and threatened with a weapon before being released about an hour later. McGill didn't report the incident for six days as he felt significant fear, Greg, and he didn't suffer any serious injuries. It was also revealed last night that one of the four men involved, Marino Soteropoulos, is the brother of McGill's former partner. Worth mentioning too, though, Greg, that there's no suggestion that she's involved in any of this. The men involved were arrested yesterday morning during police raids and were charged with offences around the kidnapping and assault, and each of the men are facing various other additional charges too. Police are saying there weren't any ransom demands, but they believe the motive was financial, although no money was paid prior to McGill's release. Investigations by the robbery and serious crime squad are ongoing. The men were denied bail yesterday and will all appear at Sutherland Local Court next week. The state of emergency in Tokyo could be extended past the current end date of May 11, casting doubt over the Olympics, which start in under 11 weeks' time. The current lockdown measures began on April 25th, and it's reported the Japanese government met yesterday to discuss adding an extra three or four weeks, Jim. Yep, those reports came from Japanese paper Yomiuri yesterday, Greg. No confirmation yet of that meeting having preceded, though, or the outcomes. But COVID rates haven't dropped since the most recent state of emergency came into effect, so an extension is a possibility. Back in Oz, there's been some commentary around the need for clarity on how the athletes will return home if there's an outbreak during the Games, Greg, given the current situation in India with players and commentators facing fines and jail time. 
It's worth noting the International Olympic Committee has asked all accredited personnel to sign a waiver removing them of all liability, despite the IOC and Tokyo organisers not yet being able to provide definitive countermeasures as the existing precautions may still change. On top of the waiver, athletes must sign a written pledge to give to immigration officials upon arrival, guaranteeing they will follow all countermeasures despite not knowing what they'll be. Aussie gymnasts are looking into financial compensation for permanent harm they endured during their time in the sport. This follows the Australian Human Rights Commission's review, which found the sport's administrators enabled physical, emotional and sexual abuse. Gemma, our listeners might remember Gymnastics Australia unreservedly apologised on Monday. That achieved the first goal of the athletes. Yep, the hope of the 50 gymnasts who push for the inquiry is that Gymnastics Australia will endorse those recommendations from the review. While GA apologised, they'd also like an apology from state-based institutions that oversaw abuse during childhood before entering the elite level as well. A smaller group of 11 gymnasts are now looking into individual claims for damages, Greg. They're seeking compensation for the psychological and physical damage they suffered. That's right. Lisa Kinder of Donaldson Law, who is representing the athletes, said their preference isn't to sue the responsible institutions, rather engage and negotiate a fair outcome. But they will sue if that's what it takes. Before we get to today's Catch This, we've got some news here at Sport Today. We'd like to hear from you, our listeners. Yeah, we want to know how we're going. And if you help us out, you could be in line for a $500 gift card from Dan Murphy's. The survey takes just one minute to do. A link to the survey is in your episode notes. And we'll be pausing the podcast while we look at the results. Yeah, at the end of this week, we'll pause for about a month while we gather all of your honest feedback. Yeah, we know Sport Today is giving sport lovers a short, sharp, factual update in the morning, but we can always improve and we want to be the best we can for you. So please take one minute, fill out the survey for us, and remember, there's a $500 Dan Murphy's voucher up for grabs. That can get you a lot of gin. (laughs) (laughs) They have all kinds of things, Jen. Yes, they do, like multiple kinds of gin. Catch This is our daily look at the stuff people are talking about from an epic sporting moment, an obscure sport update, or an event to pop in your calendar. Gemma, we have our Champions League finalists right as we finish recording. Chelsea have beaten Real Madrid. They'll now meet Manchester City in the final, who beat Paris Saint-Germain yesterday. The final will take place on May 29th in Istanbul. Still in the Champions League, Greg, as you mentioned, Paris Saint-Germain lost out to Manchester City yesterday and one PSG player let his frustration get the better of him. Angel Di Maria lashed out at Man City player Fernandinho and blatantly stomped on Fernandinho's foot right after taking a subtle swing at him. We've got a video of all the shenanigans in the episode notes. He got immediately red-carded for his effort, leaving PSG down to 10 men for the last 20 minutes, Greg. Not a great way to end his Champions League season, Gem. That's all from us here at Sport Today. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll catch you tomorrow.